0: Hey, thanks for watching the show. As you know, I'm in New York City and it is starting to get really nice outside. I never leave the house without a pair of good Kanan sunglasses. And it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Kanan. That's K-A-E-N-O-N. Kanan sunglasses are made with exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger than the competition. Their Italian handcrafted frames are impossible to scratch. I want you to use the exclusive code CANONCAST15, that's K-A-E-N-O-N-C-A-S-T 15, at canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's CANONCAST15. Canon, they're clearly better. Thank you, and this program has been presented to you by BetOnline.ag or BetOnline, your sportsbook experts, and Kanan, the best alternative in sunglasses. Hello and welcome to uh, today's edition of Taekwondo Life Magazine Live. My name is Mark Siriannis, and we are a member of the Believe Sports Network. Believe is the number one sports and podcast network for professionals. Today, I'm very honored to have as a special guest, kyosanim Jason Aptekar, excuse me, um, his name is easy. My name is hard, but I messed up his name. Jason Um, uh, Jason happens to be somebody that I know for a long time that I've trained with. He is a Kyosanim, which means instructor for Taekwondo. It's not merely that he instructs or that he teaches, as we all do who are high belts, but he is a certified instructor. He's earned the rank. Uh, he is a Taekwondo high ranking black belt, he is a Taekwondo competitor. He is former head of demo teams. Uh, he's competed in demo. He's competed. He's trained. Um, he's he's really done it all. He's been somebody who's been by my side at many of the tournaments. Um, he, he As well as volunteering, he handles a lot of technology. And uh, he helps uh, get through a very long day uh, very easily. So uh, I want to introduce Jason. Jason, welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Mark. It's a pleasure. So uh, I'm going to allow Jason to introduce himself. Um, tell you a little bit about his Taekwondo journey. Uh, And I'm talking to him today. You know, Many times I I, I tend to sometimes exclude people that I know that would be great guests because I sometimes go, all right, well, that's somebody that I know that I don't necessarily know that anybody else. I, I try not to say, well, that's my relationship. Maybe it's not a relationship for the world. And that's really not fair to somebody like you who has a lot to share with the world. So when Jason and I spoke, he's got something very important that's coming up that he's been working for, something that really is of be- great benefit to the world, to the Taekwondo community, and something that I think the Taekwondo community could really be of assistance in supporting this great cause. So I wanted to have- give him an opportunity to tell his story. Um, before we do that, I wanted to give a word from our sponsor. Our sponsor is Bet Online. Uh, Bet Online is the sport your online sportsbook expert, and I, I want you to go over to BetOnline.ag. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up today. Head over to betonline.ag and use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. that's bet online your online sportsbook experts. And I've talked in the past that bet online you can bet on anything. you can bet on the academy awards that just passed. you could bet on uh, PFL and Jason, we're going to talk a little bit about marathon running. I'm sure that every marathon that comes up New York City, Boston you can bet on who's going to win, what country how how what the time is going to be so on and so forth. So um, Jason, thank you for joining us. So Jason, you have a, a very interesting taekwondo journey. Um, you, you, like many people, um, have been doing this for for a while. Tell us how you got involved in Taekwondo. Give us a little bit of a brief summary before we get into what we're here to talk about today. But tell us about how you got into Taekwondo and 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 how you came to this place where you are today.
1: So, uh, Mark, you know this, but I'll share that uh, I've been training and studying Taekwondo now for over thirty years, and um, it's uh, something that when I was in college, I got curious about. There was a school down the street from. In my dorms and where I was staying. I walked in one day and asked a bunch of questions about where the equipment was and what was going on. and the nice young man who was sweeping up the floor, you know, tried to explain to me that the room is what's important and the people, and I didn't understand it. I he even said, go look in the, you know, in the locker rooms and the storage room. And all I saw was lockers and a bunch of pile of uh, you know, of pads and things. I didn't get it. So he suggested that I sit down. Uh, And I watch a class. I got very lucky, and uh, as I think many people do when they walk into an established school. The school I walked into was Sang Lee's Taekwondo Academy in Binghamton. It had been founded by Grandmaster Sang Lee, who then went on uh, to be instrumental in uh, Colorado Springs and helping put together and found the the Olympic training grounds there. He handed off his school uh, to Master Chung Sik Choi, who is a former Pan American Games athlete. Um, and um, and just an all-around um, amazing guy. We call him a mensch, just did good things. And um, uh, I got lucky. I walked in, he was there. I didn't know who he was. I didn't know that I had walked into something special in the tradition, um, but I learned it really quickly because I was clueless and he suggested maybe I should just sit, there'd be a class in five minutes. And then if I had any questions, I could ask people afterwards. And out of nowhere, it seemed to me, About 35 people just appeared. The parking lot was suddenly full, parents with their kids, uh, a guy on a motorcycle. I mean, people from all walks of life and all ages, and they were all super friendly to each other and to me. They went in, came back out all in uniform, different colored belts, lined up with the senior black belts in the front, which I could tell, and they started class. I didn't realize that that wasn't class. That was the warm-up. But for for ten minutes, I'm watching this, thinking, "Oh my God, I want to do this." And then the guy I had been speaking with comes in in uniform, and everybody stops, turned to him, and bows. And he start he took over the class and started running it. And I realized I had been speaking with the headmaster instructor of the school. I started to learn right there a, a little bit about humility. You know, he didn't need to tell me anything. He just wanted me to see it and learn and I would figure it out for myself. I was hooked, Uh, you know, um, absolutely hooked. I stayed and trained for a year and a half, two years, uh, was getting ready to uh, train and study for my black belt when I had to move back down to New York um, and, uh, you know, and start the next phase of my life. I asked Master Choi where I should go. And well, he said, you go to my Grandmaster, who I who coached me in the Pan American Games. Um, you're going to go train with Grandmaster YH Park out on Long Island, and I said okay, knowing nothing. Right. I right. I got lucky and I ended up at YH Park uh, in uh, 1989-90, and um, it was an amazing journey. I actually had to start my my study all over again because Master Choi was teaching the traditional pathway forms. Yes, at YH Park Taekwondo, it, you could call it cutting edge. We were doing Taeguks and we were also doing Sabantuchs and all these other routines. And there was a, a real curriculum beyond just learning the forms and the concepts, which is enough. But The curriculum really just took it to a whole nother level. And we were training both as a sport and as a traditional art. And it, there was a, a lot of depth to what we were doing then and continues to be.
0: Great introduction. And, and I share it. And, and I always consider myself to be, and I think you feel the same way, the luckiest person in modern martial arts based on the fact that I went from my introduction to martial arts with, uh, Duxon and Robert Jenkins Clark to YH park. And I said, you know, to have two such great experiences and to be end up at the, the, you know, where we are today with the park family. And, um, the new generation of, uh, of training um, that, that I'm very, very fortunate. And I always wonder about people's experiences. If, 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 you know, I never try to lose sight of the fact that uh, it's a, it, it's such a great and important journey that, that, you know, that we've taken. And I think you, you hit on something there, which is interesting before we get into the topic, which is that if you have a really good program, the greatest sales and marketing tool in the world is to just let somebody sit and watch your class. I, I had the same, the same experience. And then once I saw it, I was, you know, ready to go, you know, and, 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 and the next step is, is that trial class, but sitting and watching it, it's, it's, it really does, you know, you you sort of find yourself in a situation where you you can't, uh, you can't help but but want to get out on the mat. So
1: there's another element to that too, which is when everybody's in alignment in the class, in the school, you understand what your values are. Um, you know, you communicate the guidelines and the values uh, of your school, of your training, of your studying, right. of your thought. Then, then people will be pulled along the journey. You won't have to. You won't have to sell it. You don't have to go out and promote the same way because the people who are doing it love it and they want to share right. it. You. Exactly right. Bring people along the journey with them, which is what I have always wanted to do.
0: Right. It becomes uh, the Ken uh, Blanchett raving fans. uh, Absolutely. Model. So, all right. So Jason, I want to talk again. Time is always limited, but you have something that is starting on Sunday, May 2nd. You've been working very hard for it. It's part of something greater. It's part of something bigger than yourself. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us what it is and how you got um, involved.
1: So, um, I think that we all benefit when we do things that are associated with a vision of what we'd like the world to be, um, where we'd like the world to go, Um, and I have a vision uh, where we're going to celebrate life, appreciate our differences, uh, communicate with one another, um, and I have a personal mission about that, you know, and and also, by the way, appreciate the environments that we live in, um, that we create for one another, that we inhabit with one another, uh, and i want to leave it a better place than i found it i want to be a good steward to this world um, and my my mission really is to be of service to inspire others to be of service we have so much wisdom and so much knowledge and information that we didn't have even 20 30 years ago there's no reason why we can't leave this a better place than we found it and i really want to do that um, so for me that's you know that's very personal it starts with vision it has a, i have a mission Um, I use the five aims of Taekwondo as we've learned them as guidelines for my behavior and my thought, respect, humility, perseverance, self-control, honesty. These these are not just words. These really are uh, concepts that help you look at the world around you, help you grow and and integrate your life with the the greater world around you. Respect for yourself and others, always. Uh, Humility, you never know what you're going to learn from somebody. The guy was sweeping up the floor. I had no idea who he was. My first headmaster instructor and an amazing, amazing guy. Um, you know, uh, so just respect, humility. You know, perseverance. You don't earn a black belt uh, in in a year or two years. You earn a black belt by becoming a black belt by by taking the journey. And it's not a journey that gets taken. You know, overnight. It takes time to actually become something over time. Absolutely. It's transformational. Uh, and and you know, trans transformation. Absolutely. Um, self-control. Um, this is a really important one. Uh, we have to learn self-control. We don't start out with it. You know, we certainly can't control other people and the things around us in the world. The world is gonna do what the world is gonna do. And right. it's up to us to define ourselves by how we deal with the world around us. What are you gonna do about it? How are you gonna react? Are you gonna wake up in a good mood tomorrow? and try to do the best and help people? Or are you going to, you know, close up and hide? And uh, for me, that's a big deal. And self-control is something you learn over time. And if you're really lucky over time, then you will gain enough self-control that you can then influence people and things around you because of your self-control. You can't control them, but you can influence them. And obviously, I I, I want to influence things in a positive way to make things better and to share things. Sure. Uh, and, and the last one is honesty, because at the end of the day, if you don't do the ten push-ups, you're the one that knows you didn't do the 10 push-ups and you're the right. one that'll leave the benefit or not benefit from doing the 10 push-ups, not your instructor, not me, right? not your parents. So be honest with yourself and others and you'll you know, I just believe that. So with these with these aims, you know, kind of shaping my behavior in my life, I had an experience as many people did years ago that that was again, transformative. I'm a 9 11 survivor. I was working in One World Financial Center down on 9-11, and I had worked for a year prior to this uh, at Cantor Fitzgerald at the top of the North Tower. Sure. That morning, I had friends that I was talking to about going for lunch, walked through the towers, went to my office we were negotiating whether or not we were actually going to have lunch at one place or another. And then they had to cancel on me. My friends had to cancel on me because some guy in Tokyo named Yuichi had messed something up and they had to stay in the office to do it. And the next thing I know, you know, uh, hell was breaking loose and it was a really awful day. And I'm not here to talk about that. Uh, but I, you know, along with a lot of other people, um, you know, I'm still here. Right. And that's, that's important because we had people who tried to, Determine who we were. We have people out there, I'll call them haters, you can call them whatever you want. They, they don't wish people well, they don't want to see people improve. And they wanted to determine who we were going to be, both individuals and as a culture. They, they, that's what terrorism sure. is. And yet, New York and, and America and the world, we, we didn't let that happen. Um, and for me, my training and study in the martial arts, especially um, in Taekwondo with the five aims. I knew you always get up one more time than you fall down, because that's what we do and we learn from it. And I was able to get up the next day, and I was very busy for quite a while. It was a very important um, experience for me, but I didn't give up, and I I couldn't process it all at once. But I took time, again, a transformative journey. Something happened in November of that year that has really driven home to me the importance of these other things. In November, while we were dealing in New York with anthrax and bomb threats and terrorism, and we were being evacuated from buildings, and people were scared to go on the trains, and we didn't know what was going to happen next, and we were starting a war in the Middle East to supposedly to protect ourselves, and um, an amazing thing happened: people came from around the world to New York and ran the New York City Marathon. And for me, that was. This amazing, shining moment of self-determination, of commitment, of right. not allowing right. others to say who you're going to be, and also of, of showing support for us here in New York. That was a really big deal. And it and it, and it truly did inspire me. And since then, I've been saying to myself, wow, you really should run that race. That was an amazing thing to see. And so right. are other races that, that raise awareness like Tunnel to Towers and other things. But the New York City Marathon to me was just an incredible event that year. And the way people came and treated it uh, was extraordinary. And it has inspired me ever since. Well, now, this is the 20th anniversary this year, 2021, of unfortunately, you know, 9 11. So I've decided that this year for me and for anybody who wants to come along with me on the journey um, 2021 is a year of challenge and service in tribute to 9-11, the 20th anniversary of 9-11, and to the ongoing fight against cancer. Some people have asked me why cancer, because over a half a million people were exposed to all kinds of horrible, uh, toxic carcinogens and waste uh, back then uh, around the, the, you know, the towers when they came down. And we continue to lose people because of it. Um, and there, you know we don't have to. We can, we can get, come together and put our resources and our hearts and our wills together and do something about this. There's an organization, um, a national organization, uh, that is involved called the Leukemia Lymphoma Society. They've been raising money and awareness about the fight against cancer you know, for years and years. Um, they do research on blood cancers, but 60% of the other cancer research benefits from the work that they do. Sure. To me, that's an, uh, an amazing thing, All right, They have their own vision and mission of a world without cancer. And their mission is to study and, uh, you know, and wipe out blood cancers. And then they have uh, actions to try to get them there. Goals along the way, they put teams together. One of those teams is called teams, team and training, and where somebody like myself will captain a team for a cause at a challenge or an event, raise some money and some awareness along the along the way. Um, but I'm not like other people, uh, and they recognize that. So most people would take on a challenge and uh, focus on one challenge, raise the money and the awareness, and then they're done. And that's not what I'm doing. 2021, it's a year. It's a whole year. We're not running it. This isn't a sprint. We're, we're we're living life it's a, okay this is important life. yeah this is
0: important that people understand and who are listening so so tell me so 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 explain this part of it the, the the nuts and bolts
1: part of it so the nuts and bolts part of it are i have put together a team of people and i'm looking for more people to join that team and and go on this journey with me um we're we're raising money but what we're doing is taking on challenges this year and uh you know Tell me what you want me to, what challenges you want me to take on. The first one that we're taking on as a team is this Sunday, May 2nd. There's a marathon out of Cincinnati called the Flying Pig. And I will be running a half marathon in New York. So it's called a virtual version of it. Um, uh, it you know, that's my challenge to start my year of challenges. I know it's May, but I've been training for this. I actually started running with this kind of thing in mind back in January of 2020. And started talking to people at LLS and discussing what I wanted to do at the end of 2020. Put the team together and we're going to be taking on multiple challenges. Some people bike. Some people run. I do both. Some people swim. Some people just want to get out and walk for certain events. You know, that's all fine. It doesn't matter what you do. What matters is that you get up every morning and you make a decision about making the world a better place for yourself and for the people that you're living with and for the people that come after us. And this is a big one the fight against cancer and recognizing, you know, the 20th anniversary of a time when people tried to to scare us into being somebody else and, you know, scare us into not being who we want to be. So 2021, right, a year of challenge and service uh, in tribute to the 20th anniversary of 9-11 and the ongoing fight against cancer. And it will end with myself and as many members of the team as we can get Crossing the finish line in November for the New York City Marathon. Okay. Um, And that's a year of commitment that I'm asking people to enjoy and to come on this journey with me. Even if all you do is cheer and tell me I'm not training enough and complain that, you know, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm running sideways instead of running forwards. But I just want people to enjoy it and participate and celebrate the fact that we're still here and we get to decide who we are and what we want to do.
0: That's great. That's a wonderful thing. And I I applaud you and I applaud your team. So let me ask you a couple of questions to flesh it out. So all based on what you're saying, all of the events are not yet established in the sense that there may be events and challenges that may pop up between
1: this Sunday and the New York city marathon. Absolutely. And I'm looking for people to suggest things, by the way, I have people on my team in Vermont, in California, in Connecticut, right? Not just in New York and on long Island where I am. So, um, my team members in California may run, if, if they run the, Cal, if they, if they do the California International Marathon, we may have some people in that. We may decide to do the Chicago virtually, you know, um, but we're going to, we're going to find them along the way, and we're going to take on challenges that people suggest to us uh, and, and really just enjoy it.
0: That's great. And so that leads into my next question, which you've sort of answered, which is that if someone were to want to get involved, they don't necessarily have to. Um, participate in each of the challenges, they can participate in the ones that are uh, that they're able to or that are convenient for them or things of that nature and still be part of this, this terrific uh, effort.
1: Uh, Absolutely. Uh, You can be a member of the team. And you can be what's called a cheerleader, where all you need to do is show up and share the word and tell people about it. And, you know, and just Make sure people know what, what we're doing and why so that you know we can inspire other people to live their best lives, to take control of the world around them and not let others determine it. And then there are people who want to run with me or who want to take on other challenges, right? So, all right, maybe you can't run a half marathon. I certainly haven't ever officially run a half marathon before. This is a first for me. I started running, like I said, last year. So the idea that I'm going to run a marathon at all, let alone multiple this year, it's fun, it's challenging. But not everybody can can do that or wants to do that. Um, So I have people who are going to be running 5Ks when I run a half marathon. Who will be running a 10K? Um, We're going to look for triathlons where maybe we'll do a team for a triathlon. One person will run, one person will bike, one person will swim. Maybe we'll have people who do all of it. Maybe we'll do you know a, a, a you know a mud run or something. But the goal is to bring people together to put our effort together to enjoy. And, and share what makes us different, what makes us unique, and to do it all towards a common goal.
0: Great, so, so there's a front-facing part and a back-facing part. And the front-facing part, of course, is the physical aspects of it and the show of support and the camaraderie. And the back-facing part of it, certainly equally important, is the money that's raised. So let's talk a little bit about that. In terms of people, and we're going to post all of these links, but for people who want to financially support, is it based upon um, per mile? Is it a flat donation? Are there mixes of opportunities? How does the donation portion of it work for people who are interested in supporting from a financial standpoint?
1: So, so thank you for highlighting this because one of the reasons I chose this approach is because LLS, Leukemia Lymphoma Society, is doing such amazing work. And I want them to be properly and effectively funded going forward. And fundraisers like this are the things the, the they're the lifeblood of organizations like LLS. Personal donations can be any amount of money, you know, any amount. I've had people give $18, $10, $6. Uh some people give $500, $1000. You have to give what you're comfortable with, you know, what what you feel is appropriate for yourself as a as a personal donation. Um if you want to challenge yourself and donate 10 or 20 or 50 bucks per mile I run, uh, official races or in training, great. Let me know, let's arrange it, we'll figure it out. Then you have your own challenge, right, along the way. But it it really is an individual's choice uh, what they wanna do. But there there is also an opportunity here for corporate sponsorships. And this for me is a, a, you know, maybe financially could be a a bigger, um, you know, a bigger benefit for the organization. There are plenty of companies that were impacted by 9/11 who have people who work for them or own them or who they lost because of 9/11 in one way or another, and they can show their support by being sponsors. Okay, and an LLS sponsorship starts at $5,000, but they are there are companies that budget tens of thousands of dollars a year for you know charitable giving um, and not-for-profits, and I want to make sure that everybody that hears me knows that LLS needs the money. Um, to do better and to do more, they're doing amazing things, but they can do more. And I will be talking about all of the corporate sponsors as we go through the year. So I think there's going to be value. We're going to be talking about a lot of things for a long time, and the the people and the businesses that support us um, are going to get some exposure from it as well.
0: That's great. So, so, And again, so that you don't have to know all of or, or give all of the information because we are going to link it. But if someone were watching this, just watching this, what would be the easiest way for them to get in touch for either corporate donation or personal donation or to join the team? Are they the same avenue in terms of, of contact or are they they're different for each of those?
1: No, it's, it's one channel to make it really easy. You can Google uh, LLS, Team in Training, Team Thrive. And that's us, we'll, we will give you and post the links, but they have a combination of letters and codes and stuff. So it's not easy for me to just rattle it off. And it, you know, you might not write it down right, but if you Google team thrive, LLS Team and teams and training team thrive, that should get you to where I am. And you'll see that the, the page that we have set up says we have a vision. Our vision is a world without cancer. And our mission is to provide as much support And awareness to LLS as possible because they're doing such amazing things. And then the goal we're setting, right, is to run as many events and raise as much awareness along the way as possible. We're making it really specific. And by the way, being specific like this, this is what we learn in our training, isn't it? I mean, to connect what you're doing every day, the tasks and the actions that you're doing every day, everything that you do, connect it to your values, connect it to the vision you have of the world that you'd like to live in and and figure out if you can what your personal commitment and contribution to that is going to be. That's your mission. So we have vision, mission, we have core values, we've got goals, we've got actions, and all these things come together in the study and the training of martial arts because we really do, As, as many of you know, and Mark, you and I have talked about this, it's about looking bigger. You know, uh, about being aware that that it we are bigger. We can be bigger than ourselves.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it's wonderful what you're doing. I think it fits in um, so well to I know your personal mission, your personal life, uh, core values. I think it fits in well. Listen, I, I, I just recently wrote an article about how the martial arts community got together to force HBO to renew Bruce Lee, Shannon Lee's television show Warrior, which had been canceled when Cinemax stopped making programming, right? So we'll say, well, what's the relationship? The relationship is that the martial arts community uh, is a very powerful community. And when they put their mind to something, when they put their efforts into something, they can accomplish great things. Think about, it's wonderful to have a television show renewed, but how much more wonderful would it be to wipe out cancer? So that's one of the reasons why we're talking today. I applaud you for, for spearheading this, um, for being in the forefront of this. It's it's knowing you as long as I do. It certainly doesn't shock me, but I'm, I'm glad to be able to share it. I want to give you a moment. We have... Uh, a moment or two to want in winding down. Is there anything else that you want to be able to? And we're going to link a lot of this information. If if anybody wanted to get in touch with you, or do you have anything that you want to say in in winding down this um, this episode?
1: Um, I do, and I appreciate that last moment. And and by the way, what you just said about the martial arts community coming together for a cause with a mission—that's what this is about too, right? Um, we can choose to put our energy towards things like making sure that that somebody is treated right through the media industry and, and making sure that that is done and we can also put our energy towards making ourselves better people and influencing the communities that we live in and the world that we live in to be a better a better place that's what personal and self you know personal development and self focus can become about bettering the community and that's what i'm doing here why do i want people to do this listen you get to decide who you are but be mindful about that and be aware that everybody is different. But we can come together uh, for something like this. You can you can make a really big difference and you can feel really, really good about it along the way. I know I'm going to be in better shape when I'm done than I am when I started. And even though I've been training for 30 years, running is different. Um, but uh, it's about self-determination. And my decision is to be positive, is to use the connections and the relationships that I have. You know, to do something good, to leave this world a better place than I found it. I think we can all do that. Uh, we're all committed to this uh, through the study of martial arts and the training of making ourselves better and our communities better and safer. I want to give people, uh, you know, a very specific tool to use this year. You know, I I, I would ask, right, uh, in the world of business, we want to be specific, please. Find some way to support this effort, whether it's financially or by talking about it and tell five people the same. Because if each person tells five people, then lots of people are going to be involved very quickly. And there's no reason why you can't share something that makes people feel good and that is going to save lives.
0: Well, that's great. And we hope uh, to to track your journey. We hope that personally you're successful. We hope that the effort is successful and we look forward to um, speaking to you further in the future about this. And, and, and I applaud you on behalf of Taekwondo life magazine and on behalf of the Taekwondo community for really doing something that is, is really wonderful. So thank you for taking time out of your schedule to talk to us today.
1: You know, Mark, thank you for having me on and I'm already successful because it's not the end goal. It's the journey along the way. And I'm doing the things I want to do. And, you know, and I'm influencing people the way I want. And I appreciate you know you're you're taking the time to speak to me about this and and sharing it with other people.
0: It's my pleasure. Thank you, Jason. And this episode has been brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Thank you, Jason. Talk to you soon. Hey, thanks for watching the show. As you know, I'm in New York City, and it is starting to get really nice outside. I never leave the house without a pair of good Canon sunglasses. And it's time to make your outdoor experiences better with Canon. That's K A E N O N. Kanan sunglasses are made with ex- exclusively with polarized lenses for optimal clarity. They're made with Japanese optics that make their lenses clearer, lighter, and stronger than the competition. Their Italian handcrafted frames are impossible to scratch. I want you to use the exclusive code canoncast 15 That's K A E N O N C A S T 15 at canon.com to receive 15% off your first pair. That's Canon Cast 15. Canon, they're clearly better. Thank you. And this program has been presented to you by betonline.ag or betonline, your sports experts, and Canon, the best alternative in sunglasses.